In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome back, storytellers, to the Garlic Marketing Show. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of directories, the importance of agencies, how to hire internally, a lot of cool stuff. Our guest today is John Doherty from Credo. But before we get started, don't forget this is brought to you by StoryCruise.com, where you can find people to make videos for you, but also you can find resources for creating customer stories for your agency or your business Probably the most important resource out there is your case stories. So go to storycruise.com slash case story to learn more. John Doherty from credo.com. Thank you for being on the show. Ian, what's up, man? Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, uh, you know, let's real quick, tell me what credo is. And then we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, maximizing uh, the difference between directories and a matchmaker and all that stuff. Uh, John, tell me a little bit about credo. Yeah, for sure. So uh, quick background about me based in Denver, Colorado. I've been in digital marketing for about a decade now, agency side, in-house, solo freelance, SEO consultant. Um, so I've, I've, I've been in the game for a, for a long time. Um, and so basically I started Credo um, under a different brand name actually in 2013 out of my apartment in Brooklyn because I had uh, people coming to me wanting to work with me. And I basically decided I wasn't going to be doing any more consulting. Um, I got to the end of 2012 and was spending a couple of weekends a, a month in my apartment by myself doing work for clients for money that I didn't need anymore. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm getting rid of them. People are like, who should I work? My clients were like, who should I work with? People come to me. I'm not taking on clients. Who should I work? Or I'm not yeah, I'm not taking on clients. They're like, well, who should I work with? I don't know. I can find you someone. And so uh, sold a lead to my buddy, Brandon. He sent me 50 bucks through PayPal. He closed the work into thousands of dollars worth of work. I bought a domain name. So I think he got the better, <laughs> the better end of the deal short term, but you know, longer term, you know, we're both doing okay. Um, nice. But so, so Credo is a, uh, we're a small team, five of us. Uh, we're actually all here in Denver though we're remote. Um, so I don't care where people are, you know, when I, uh, when I hire them in the U S doesn't matter to me, but we just happen to all be in Denver. Um, and uh, so basically Credo is in the digital marketing space. Um, we're a network, Credo is a network of pre-bedded certified digital marketing providers. And we help companies that are looking to find the right, they're trying to grow and trying to do that through hiring an outsourced uh, provider. We help, we connect them up with and help them uh, basically hire um, the right one for them. Um, so we're not, we're not a directory. We're not an agency. Yeah. We kind of sit in the middle there where we're basically, we, we like to position ourselves, Ian, I like to position myself as uh the hiring experts in the digital marketing space. Um, so I spend most of my time not thinking about marketing and how to do whatever when it comes to SEO, you know, inbound growth marketing, even though that's my background, I think about how do we help people actually get the right people in place, kind of the who, not how, um, so that they can grow their company. Nice. Nice. And what are the keys to that? Like, you, so you get these leads and I'm assuming that the, yep. you're using like, like that hiring men mentality in there. Where did you realize that this was needed? I mean, besides, yeah. cause I mean, you've got a lead, but there's a differentiator between just getting a lead and making sure it's the right person. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a lot that goes, that goes into it. Um, and you know, a lot of it comes down to kind of where is, 
uh, where is the client or the, at this point, they're a prospect, right? Where's the prospect in their journey to hiring? Cause sometimes they're going to be like, well, I'm just starting conversations. I'm thinking about it. We don't hear this as much like in a, in a post COVID world or in a, uh, what, what is it? Uh, our current COVID world, I guess, not <laughs> unfortunately, but pre COVID, you know, we get a lot of people that was kind of like a FOMO mentality, right? Like, Oh, our competitors are doing a ton with SEO and we feel like we're missing out. And so we're investigating it, right? You get some people that are just fishing for information. Other people that have no freaking idea what they're talking about or what they're looking for. And so they're kind of a waste of everybody's time, but then you get the people and honestly, the best people for us to help are the ones that they're like, we've done SEO in the past. They've maybe worked with an agency or they, you know, work, they're working with a consultant, you know, that's giving them good strategy, but they need to execute on it. You know, that kind of thing. So they have a reasonable budget. They have reasonable expectations. Um, and they, they actually know a little bit, right. It's kind of the know enough to be dangerous people, but not the people that, you know, know enough to be dangerous, but also think that they know, you know, that they're an expert themselves. Um, so, so part of our, our work honestly is really determining where are people that contact us that are looking to hire, where are they in their, like, their maturity to hiring. Mm. Um, and then for the right ones, we're a really good fit, right? If people think that they know like exactly what they need, like I've had so many people be like, I need SEO and content marketing and link building and PPC and ad creative created. Oh, and by the way, can you do web development? And I want a solo consultant. And I'm like, that person does not exist. No, no. <laughs> like li literally does not exist. And, and you I want them not, to be an intern, right? Like, right, right. And, <laughs> and I want to pay $300 a month, right? Like it, it just, it, I'm like, that person just does not exist. And if, even if they did, you could not afford them. No. Um, like not many people could afford them, you know? And they're running their um, own business. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're trying to hire me, right? Like yeah. And just, yeah, you can't hire me. Um, so uh, yeah, so, so there's a lot of that like sort of ma you know, managing of expectations. So really when what we're looking for when someone contacts us and they say like, I'm looking to grow my business, right? I'm thinking about SEO. And so then we start talking about, you know, talking about a little bit deeper um, and also like, what, what are your expectations? What are your goals, right? When we're talking about SEO, have you done technical? Have you been producing content? Have you, you know, done any link building? Um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then really what we match uh, based on is like, what budget are they expecting to spend? Because most agencies, I'm, a lot of agencies listen to this show, you told me, most agencies have kind of a floor, kind of a minimum size project that they take, right? Yep. In order to make it like get, get returns in a reasonable amount of time, you know, cover costs, like, you know, all that, all that sort of stuff, make it worth working with the person because they take up headspace. Um, so, you know, what budget is the client expecting? What are their expectations? What's their experience? What kind of business are they? So e-commerce, SaaS, et cetera. And then also ideally, what vertical are they in? Um, and we find that, you know, some, especially like service-based businesses where it's like often the founder we're talking with, so lawyers, realtors, accountants, et cetera, they want someone that like has the experience work working with lawyers, right. Mm -hmm. Versus like SaaS companies care a lot less if they have experience in the specific space, they care more that they have experience growing SaaS companies that, you know, that, that really are caring about MRR, um, you know, driving leads and, and MRR, um, is, is what they care about, right. Versus e-commerce, you know, it's a whole nother thing. They don't care so much if they've worked in the fashion space, they work, they care that the agency knows how to grow an e-commerce company. So we've learned all these things over the years, um, that help us do a better job of matching. And we built out, you know, custom software to help us do a good job of facilitating that. You talked about the journey, right? We talked about the journey from being educated enough to hire the right person. I mean, is it that you only do it the hard way and you hire a lot of the wrong people to get to the point where, hey, I can go to Credo and get it? Or <laughs> is there a way for a business to kind of leap forward and really figure out and hire the right way and get the right mentality? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good question, Ian. Um, and I'm, I'm going to try to do the, do the question justice with my answer. Um, it is, 
true that, I mean, you know, like they say, you got to kiss a lot of frogs, right? Like there are people that, um, a, a lot of businesses that we see, they've gone through the process of usually they start off working with freelancers, right? They've, they've used an Upwork or something like that, which meets a need in the market. Don't get me wrong. Like I respect Upwork a ton. They've done, they've done an awesome job building an awesome business, um, for, you know, certain people I've hired freelancers through there. Um, but then, but, but, you know, that's kind of where you start because there's cheaper work. It's by the hour, that sort of thing. And then you kind of, you know, then you kind of level up and maybe you work with a small agency or you work with a solo consultant, something like that, as you're getting more mature in your, you know, in your practice. Um, and then ultimately, you know, most companies work up to where they need a, an agency because they need multiple channels run, right. They don't just need strategy. They need services as well, or they don't just need services, they need strategy as well, right? Agencies can usually offer both. Um, but but there is kind of the, the maturity of, you know, of companies. Um, and if you don't know how to manage an agency, um, most people learn how to manage outsource providers by hiring cheap outsource freelancers and <laughs> effing it up. And then they get better at managing them as they move forward, right? My goal, like ultimately is for, you know, to help the people that have done that before and have learned a lot of lessons. Um, and then, you know, over time, educating the market about the best ways to kind of, you know, manage agencies, what you need to set up internally, that kind of thing. So is there a way to shortcut it? <sighs> there's a way to, there's a way to shortcut the time it takes to learn those lessons. Um, you know, we see a lot of companies that they're like, I'm talking with 40 agencies and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And like, do you even know what you're looking for? They're like, no, I'm like, holy crap. Like you're going to spend six months, basically full time trying to hire an agency and you're probably going to hire the wrong person. Right. Yeah. Like RF, RFPs make zero sense to me. And I'll be completely oh, God, honest. Yeah. They make zero, zero sense to me. Like we had a company come through last week that they were like, they, and, and just to be frank, they weren't a fit for how we work. They were like, okay, but any agency you match us up with, we want them to sign this like letter of intent that they're interested in pitching our work before we even have a conversation with them. And I was like, <laughs> what? That makes, they're like, yeah, we have too many people like that we're already talking to. And we're, we're like, then why, why are you talking to us to get more introductions? Like that doesn't even make sense. Um, but, but well, we hear that time and time and time again, right? I'm talking to too many people. And oh, by the way, here's my RFP. Let me know if you want to pitch. That doesn't make sense. No. Um, so, so, we're, so basically what we try to do is we try to collapse the hiring time from like average eight to 10 weeks in the digital marketing space, which I'm sure you've seen Ian, which I'm sure will resonate with a lot of people. That's kind of the sales process. Most people that hire an agency through Credo do it in about three to four. So we've been able to collapse it down by like six, 50, 60, 70% the, the time to actually hire and get started with the right provider. You know, you made a good point about RFPs, requests for proposals. I want to dive into that because I I feel the same way for as you do. I think that when I see one, I'm like, you're going to end up with a piece of crap product that's going to take two years right. and it's going to be really, really bad. Right. What, what's your opinion? I mean, now that I've told you mine, <laughs> why do you say RFPs are bad? They're bad for a couple of different reasons. They're bad from both sides, in my humble opinion. Um, on the on the company hiring side, um, they, for the most part, the, especially if they're just kind of like trying to find a list of people to you know to send it out to. Um, you know, they haven't done any sort of vetting, right? And what they're going to get back is like, and they're not even willing to have conversations with the agencies that are pitching, right? So they're going to get back a bunch of pitches. They're basically like, in my opinion, it, it seems like a lot of them are fishing for kind of free advice. Like if you're going to do this, what would you do, right? And then yeah. sometimes they're like, all right, cool. We're just going to go do that and not hire anybody. Um, but often, you know, they just get, they get a ton of pitches. They're all over the place, budget-wise, scope-wise, et cetera. Um, and, and they just waste a ton of time kind of going through all of them, right? Like people yep. do an RFP when they have no freaking idea what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And then on the agency side, 
you end up in less. So I, I recently had a buddy that was invited to pitch a, a huge, a huge RFP. Um, but they already work with one of the branches of this, this large finance company. Um, and so in that case, like, I'm like, dude, do it, like go for it. And you know, they, they might win it. Like it's, it would be a huge contract for them, but they're already working with this company, right? They're already an approved vendor. They already have an in, right? So they actually have a chance at winning it. Otherwise, like most agencies, when they receive an RFP, you have to recognize that they're not actually seriously going to consider you. They probably already have one to three agencies that are, that are, you know, the front runners, unless they really mess it up, one of them is going to win it. Right. But often, but there are a lot of big companies in that are required to send RFPs to get, uh, to, to get a lot of different bids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically they still just take the, you know, one or two that they already knew that they were going to pick to take to their board. They still just take those two to their board. So it ends up being a huge waste of time for agencies as well. Yeah. The agencies sink weeks of sales time into these and then they never even hear back. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that makes no sense to me. Like you're pitching this <laughs> maybe one whale and you just completely ignored all these other like amazing big fish that, you know, would pay you like in aggregate will pay you more than this one. You're not going to risk your agency. If you lose that contract, you have to lay off half your team. You've diversified your risk. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm risk adverse, more risk adverse than I should be, but it just doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. And I mean, I feel from the other side, putting, I mean, I know some companies do have to put RFPs out, but you end up with, you know, at the end, they look at cost, right? Because they don't right. get, you, there's no way to quantify the different levels of service in an RFP because right. you have five different costs for websites. You have no idea what those websites entail on the other side, messaging, whatever. It. And anyone that's worth their weight is not going to fill it out. And you're going to end up with the lowest cost provider. That's probably not the best. Exactly. Exactly. Well, here's the reality, Ian. I mean, I'm I'm glad you mentioned pricing because this is something I see all the time where a lot of, a lot of marketing agencies, man, like they're so bad at pitching work. They're so bad at sales. There's a reason why I have like an agency accelerator that focuses on sales. And I've done like personal coaching with a lot of agencies on improving their sales process. Um, because they're so bad at closing work, right? You see these proposals and it's like SEO services, like line item, SEO services amount. And I'm like, <laughs> what are they going to get for that? Right. They, they have nothing to base it off of. So I've even like, I've had to basically convince agents, marketing agencies, you need to put in a scope of work and actually line item out what stuff is. Cause think about it this way, Ian, you pitch SEO services for $3,000 right? That, that, that's literally your pitch. I've, I've seen this so many times and the client comes back and they say, well, like we want to hire you, but we want to do it for $2,000. Can you do it for $2,000? You as the agency pitching that you have zero leverage, absolutely zero leverage there, right? You can't negotiate. It's a yes or no. Yes, we will, or no, we won't. Right. And so people will do it because agencies will do it because they, uh, they feel like they have to, right? They, they, they feel pot committed or they need the revenue to keep paying their team, whatever that is. Versus if you break it out and you're like, okay, month one is going to look like this. And we're going to do all these things. Month two and three are going to look like this. We're going to do all of these things. Month three through six are going to be this. You're going to get X, Y, and Z. And you have it line itemed out. If they need to go from 3,000 to 2,000, okay, cool. What do you want to remove from the scope? can't get $3,000 worth of work for $2,000, right? Let's get it down to $2,000. And maybe we'll get it down to like, it should be 22 and we'll give it to you for, for, you know, 2,200 and we'll give it to you for 2,000. Um, because like, we know that we're going to be able to show you an incredible, you know, incredible return. That's um, great. Like That's, that, those yeah. are all sales tactics there. But man, if you don't start off with being able to like take individual things out and really like work alongside them to get it down to where it needs to be, it's either a yes or no. And you just end up making less money for the same amount of work. And that's not good for anybody. 
No, no. And then you end up doing not as good work and your client doesn't, because you don't have, you don't have the capacity to do it. And we've estimated, we estimate poorly to begin with. I agree with you. Yeah. That's, and then you that, lose that client and then you do the same thing for the next client because you're, you're even more desperate to, to, to bring in more revenue and the vicious cycle continues and agency owners hate their life. Yeah. It's, it's, and from the, the standpoint of, you know, if you are someone buying these services, I mean, do you go and negotiate with a heart surgeon? Like, eh, <laughs> you know, if we yeah. do that for like seven grand, not 70. Yeah. No, exactly. No, but, and Marketing is the lifeblood of your business. Do you want to exactly. negotiate with someone? Oh, yeah. No one I negotiates actually, with attorneys, right? Or uh, <laughs> doctors. True, true. I mean, they will shop around, right? And so like, you know, look at hourly rates and that sort of stuff, which like everyone should, right? Get an idea of the ranges here and what, but what you're going to get for those ranges, right? Like I actually, I actually use a grocery store analogy. So if you go to the, so you go to the grocery store, right? And we're all grocery shopping a ton more now because we're not going out to eat as much, but like you go to the grocery store, right? And you pick up a, a you know, a, a half gallon of milk and it costs, let's say it costs $4 because it's organic milk, you know, locally raised, pasture raised, whatever. You take it up to the front. If you say, you know, can I actually get that for $3? They're going to be like, what are you talking about? Right. Um, or you ring up the, and you know, they could be like, no, it costs $4 like that. That is the price, right? If you want to get milk for $3, you need to take back this organic, super fancy, whatever one and get the one that is not that, that costs $2.99, that costs $3. That's how we get the price down, right? Like you can't get the, you know, the more expensive thing for less just because you ask for it. Um, yep. Or, you know, it rings up to a hundred bucks. You can't just say, hey, can I, can I actually just get that for 75? No, it costs a hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, like that's not how it works. You want to get down to 75, you need to remove, you know, a certain number of <laughs> items that gets it down by $25 to get to that 75 you wanted to hit. That's just how it works, right? It works the same way in, you know, in, in buying services as well. Yeah, for sure. And so when it talks about quality of services, at Credo, I see you, you vet people. You're matching, and we talked a little bit about how you match them up. But when someone's going along, how should they be vetting an agency? And what should an agency be doing to make sure that they are, you know, if I'm, if I'm hopping on Credo, that I'm the best candidate for this? Yeah, and it's two questions, yeah. but I like to get two questions in one. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and I actually just wrote a um, specifically around SEO, but just wrote, excuse me, a blog post recently titled "How to Choose an SEO Company," and basically it walks people through the process that you know we think through when it comes to the initial vetting and certifying, et cetera, matching them up, and then also more questions that you know that they need to ask. Um, you know, at the at the top end. Um, basically what we tell people is when you're having conversations with agencies, there's a few things you need to look at. These are the things that we look at to certify, certify them as well. Uh, results, professionalism, and culture. So, uh, first one is, uh, so results, do they have a proven track record of getting results for a company like yours, right? Professionalism, mm -hmm. do they have a process? Um, has to take a look at deliverables that they've delivered before or reporting that they've delivered before. We look for branding. We look, is it free of typos? Like all that, you know, all that sort of thing. Right. Um, cause that just shows that like, they're, I mean, they're a professional, like they do, they're not just some like fly by night, you know, person, uh, but they actually like can get you, you know, uh, that the, they're going to be great to deal with basically. And then finally culture, do they work in the same way that you work? Right. If you're a, you know, hustle culture, working super hard, grinding hundred hours a week, and you want an agency like that, find an agency that works that way, that they're workaholics and they're proud of it. Right. Um, 
versus if you're just working 35, 40 hours a week, you have a super sane business. You like to, you know, set your schedule ahead of time and have weekly schedule catch-ups and, you know, manage the metrics that way, find an agency that works that way. Not, you know, one that says like, oh yeah, we can work that way. If that's the way that you work. No. Like, is that the way that you work or not? Okay. It is great. Let's, let's continue that conversation because that's, that's the thing, man. When it, I mean, when it comes to marketing, like the the, you know, the strategy, the frameworks mostly say the same strategies change over time. Tactics, especially change over time as the strategies change, but that like that, that, that culture and way of working part and how you work through, um, you know, problems and, and issues and celebrate wins and all that sort of stuff. That's what really is, is going to drive, uh, is going to drive things forward, um, for you, whether that's internally with your team or externally with a, you know, with an outsourced agency. It's fantastic. It's funny because when I talk about websites and talk about like you know, the content that you should have on your website and display, it's that, it's, it's that exact order. It's right. Hey, the first thing someone wants to know is have you helped someone like me? And then right. it says, okay, how do you do it? The process. And yep. then it goes, okay, who are you? And then you go to the about us page totally. and, you can, and you can see it in the web traffic. If someone goes, yep. it's amazing. Cause you can see how someone moves <laughs> through the web. And it's funny because then they put their awards up there and I'm like, does anyone know what these awards are? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And I get it. Like at the start, you know, I mean, when I first launched the first homepage of, you know, Credo's first homepage and put some, you know, quote unquote social proof on there, it was like seen on product hunt and, you know, these, you know, these places. And now it's like, we've helped these brands, right. And these brands mm. trust our network. Yep. Um, so, you know, that stuff does change over time, but yeah, you're, you're totally, you're totally right. Um, and I tell agencies like, if you're not talking about uh, who you are, what you do and who you do it for, like that is the base. Those are the basics of an agency website, who you yep. are, like who's behind it, right? Where are you located? Like show some faces. I mean, it amazes me how many like marketing agencies out there don't show who's actually doing the work. Like who the heck am I actually going to be talking to? It's unbelievable. They don't have an about page. I'm like, no, no team page, no location. I, I'm like, I know. Are you, in, are you in Chicago? Are you in Florida? Are you in Denver? Are you in like Lithuania? Right? Like yeah. I don't care. No judgment either way. Just like give me something that lets me trust you. Right? Yeah. Um, so who you are, what you do, so services you offer. Um, and who you do it for, right? E-commerce companies like SEO for SaaS, SEO for e-commerce, e-commerce growth marketing, including SEO, PPC, Facebook ads. I don't care. Just make it clear so that people know what they can hire you for. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's amazing. Cause I do, I see that all the time. I see it too, like with, you know, cause we work with a lot of videographers and I'm like, mm. I want to know who I'm working with. Like, I'm going to hire you. We're going to spend 12, 15 hours together. Mm -hmm. I want to know this person, right? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. and, and not just have a phone call and, hey, you've got a video camera. I know that because that's what you do. Uh, <laughs> right. Make some videos of yourself. And it's amazing to me. Agencies don't do that. And, you know, we, we've helped agencies shoot video. And, oh, and I got so excited. I knocked my earbud out. Um, and we see that all the time where it's like, show a pretty image and that's it. Um, exactly. Well, and then also, Ian, just on that front, like, like, I, I think it's important that you show as a service provider, you show kind of like the purpose of what you're doing. And let, let me explain that. So in the, like in the SEO world, um, I've been in the SEO world for a long time, met some of my best friends through it, et cetera, built a business in, in the digital marketing world. Um, but I see a lot of, you know, I go to a lot of like, uh, you know, SEO uh, agency blogs and that kind of thing. And they're all just talking about these little like tactical things. It's like the latest little th thing change that Google made in their search results. 
And then yep. they're like, why am I not getting better clients? I'm like, cause you're talking about this minutia, this stuff that, that does not matter to the business. Mm-hmm. Like if you go into a VP of marketing's office and start talking about this sort of thing, oh. they don't care. They don't care. Hire you, right? Like, what do they care about? They care about this channel driving revenue for the business. Yep. Right. And if you want them to pay you the money that if 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 they're going to pay you the money that you want to be paid, they need to know that they're getting a return. Right. This isn't like a passion for them. This is a Mm -hmm. business decision. If they pay you, if they put a dollar in, they want to know that they're going to get five dollars out in a reasonable amount of time. Yep. They really don't care what it is that you're doing. They care that they're going to get a result. That's what businesses care about. If you're not talking about that stuff, you're just talking about, uh, you know, a new little like canonical trick that you discovered. doesn't matter. You're not going to attract the right people. It's amazing to me that there's like, because we do video case stories for people. And like, I go to every website and it's not on the homepage. I'm like, you should, that's because if all you had were customer yeah. stories, yeah. You, you could win. Right. Yeah. And you, and they get into this technicals and it's something I always call the curse of the expert. You think that that's mm-hmm. what's important to people because it's what makes you better, but no one cares. No one, uh, you know, no one wants a criminal defense attorney. They just don't want to go to jail. Right. <laughs> they don't, they don't care where you went, you know, they, they justify it with where you went to school. But if you, if you've proven that you can keep me out of jail, yep. I'm going to hire you. You got it. You got it. Exactly. Exactly. And I want to ask you some SEO questions because I love SEO, but uh, (laughs) I do. We got, we're like, don't have minutia, but I want to get into some minutia. But before we do that, how are agencies making sure that they are at that right level, that they have the right skill set to be on Credo, to be matched with the right people by someone like yourself? Uh, good, good question. I mean, like I said, we, I mean, what we look at when people are applying, you know, to our, like to our network and we just, you know, opened up our, we're calling it our, our lead bank network at this point. So it's basically Mm -hmm. the leads. We have our kind of our, our top level done for you service. We kind of have have three different levels on Credo. We have our top level done for you service. It's our sales pipeline as a service. Um, where basically we have, you know, a a number of agencies that are paying us anywhere from, you know, uh, 1300 to four grand a month. Um, and basically we're, we're bringing in, you know, we're bringing in leads through our own systems, uh, verifying them and then getting them scheduled with the right agencies. Right. That's invite only. Um, you know, I can't just, I I wish I had a a system for like, you know, bring on a new person, know that we're going to be able to generate that pipeline in the next month. That's not the way this business works, unfortunately, but our, our middle level are kind of done with you service, um, basically is a, um, uh, agencies, you know, come in, apply, get certified. And we're looking for results, professionalism, and culture. We're looking for, you know, can they prove that they get good results? Um, you know, are, are, is their work professional, you know, grade? And then also, you know, are they, are they good people to work with? Right. And we can look at their website and that kind of thing and kind of get a feel, you know, for that as well. Um, so, you know, really that's what, that's what matters um, to us. Um, you know, and we're able to determine from a couple of clients that we see and, and all of that, whether or not, you know, these people are actually getting, you know, getting good results. Um, and I mean, the, the kinds of leads coming through Credo, they're primarily SEO, PPC, Facebook um, ads, um, that sort of thing. A little bit of, you know, content marketing, content creation, um, you know, that sort of level, mostly US based. Um, so on that, uh, th- that level, basically they're on the, the network level, there are companies coming in that they're, they're basically spending up to about 2,500 a month on marketing. Um, the higher budget ones go to our, go to our pipeline, um, pipeline members. Um, but that, that, you know, lower level, uh, so basically if you're, if you do SEO content, PPC management, that sort of thing for clients that are spending, you know, somewhere between really it's like a thousand to $2,000 a month with an agency, that's a, that's a great fit for, uh, for, for marketing agencies. 
Gotcha. And how do you see marketing agencies leveling up to the next level? You know, making sure that they're able to charge that five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a good question. Uh, to be one hundred percent honest, Ian, I don't see a lot of them doing it. I don't see a lot of them, you know, dramatically, uh, dramatically increasing it. There's a few ways to do it. Number one, offer more services. Um, right. If, if someone's looking for, uh, you know, say you do just SaaS, SaaS SEO, um, and you know, you're really, really good at that, but there's only, and you're charging minimum, let's say $5,000 a month. There, there, there's a finite number of SaaS companies that just need SEO that can spend that amount. Right. But if you kind of go to the, like also offering Facebook ads, right. Even if it's just kind of like basic retargeting and, you know, and, and that sort of thing, right. You don't even have to have your own designer in-house use a design pickle or something like that, right. To scale it, th then you're going to sign more clients and it's going to be at a, you know, at, at a higher budget as well. Right. The other way to do it is honestly just raise your rates, right. You quoted someone 150 bucks, uh, you know, an hour, right. That's kind of your blender rate for this one that you just signed. Next one, pitch them at 160, pitch them at 170 pitch them at 180. Once you hit that ceiling, then you kind of know where your, where your current value stops, what you're able to charge for it. Then you figure out how to add more value or, you know, you wait, you wait more time and get more experience. And that's the value. And you're able to charge more because you've been doing it for six years instead of five years. And you've worked with these other brands and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's hard though, especially when like agencies, as I said, are talking about more so like the strategies and the tactics they do and not the business value that they're driving. Start talking about the business value that you're driving as an agency. You'll be amazed uh, the, uh, the, the amount of uh, the, the amount more you're going to be able to charge. Oh yeah. It is so, so important. I mean, and yeah, your first, it, whatever you do, whether you are an agency or another business, I see this happen. You know, I see this happen in every type of business. And it's going to talk, talk about the tactics instead of finding out what this person wants and really figuring out, hey, can we take them down that path and then showing them that you can. And uh, it's, it's, I used to make that mistake too. And like now if I talk to someone, it's, I spend like a good hour and a half asking questions before yeah. putting anything together. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite question there, Ian, is why are we talking today? Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a good and question. They, and, and if they, and if they go, well, like, you know, we, we, we're interested in, you know, whatever creating blog content. I'm like, okay, cool. Why? <laughs> right. And it's, it's kind of like the, the five whys methodology and make yep. them get down to like, what is the thing that they're looking to get out of it? Right. They may come to you looking for content marketing, but ultimately they're trying to solve some problem in your business, in their business. If they, if they, if you help them get clear on that and then show them how, what you do gets them, will help them solve that problem. And maybe it is content marketing. Maybe it's something else. And you have to be willing like to say that like this person is in the right fix. They're looking for content marketing. It's not going to do the problem, but they still just think they want content marketing. You know, I would say, don't bring on that client, you know, different people, you know, <laughs> work in different ways, but um, you know, it, it, it's a, uh, if you, if you can show them that what you offer is going to help them solve that problem in the best way possible, better than anybody else, you got a client for life as nice. long as you can deliver on it. Yeah. And then deliver on it. Yep. Right. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to take a little side street here because you've been talking SEO. Sure. Um, you know, what SEO tactics are working for you right now? You know, obviously you're, you're probably doing it for Credo. You have a background. What do yep. you see happening at SEO uh, that's working really, really well right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good question. Um, you know, and, and most of my time goes into, you know, building the, building the business, building the team, keeping the team happy, you know, sales and, and all that sort of thing. Um, what's working for us in, you know, in, in SEO these days, honestly, it's consistent content. Um, uh, 
people have always, people have always talked about it, but you know, if you're like Google search engines, they are, they're over indexing on recency of content is what I've, is what I've seen. So if your blog hasn't been updated in three months, six months, you know, especially right. You're not putting out new things. Um, you know, Google honestly is going to deprioritize you a bit. Um, is what we, is, is what I've seen. Um, so, you know, being consistent in your, you know, in your content creation, of course, that's also going to help you with targeting more keywords as well, right? Broader keywords. Yeah. They might be, you know, higher in the funnel, but then if you're, you know, thinking more holistically about marketing, it's not just, how do I get a person to my site and get them to convert? How do I get someone to my site? How do I, how do I, you know, follow them a lot around the web, show them that I can solve their problems, then ultimately get them into, you know, uh, a lead or, a, you know, a, a buying a product or, or whatever. Um, so that's, that's working well, um, for just for companies across the board these days. Um, you know, it's interesting when it comes to like thinking about thinking about SEO, you know, the way I go about SEO, the way I've gone about SEO for Credo is, um, primarily it's through, uh, you know, getting in front of the right audiences, um, and then making sure that, you know, we're using that in the best way possible. Um, right. So I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. And it's hilarious, uh, that, you know, I'm, I'm admitting this on a podcast because going on podcasts. I have found, I found that to be one of the best ways to build authoritative, relevant, et cetera, links back to your website, right? Because the people that are coming here are marketers and marketers are my audience. And so I get a link back from a site that's being visited by marketers who are visiting other marketing websites. And it makes sense for my site to have a link from there, you know? So, so that's one that like, and obviously you have to have a name, a little bit of a name. You have to have an expertise. You have to be good on camera. You have to be good being interviewed, et cetera. Um, but that's a, it's an incredibly effective way to build links. Um, I've found one that not many people are doing. It is. It's a great way and a great way to meet people too. Like yourself. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You get networking and link building in one. I I love it. Awesome. Awesome. So best way to get in touch with you and the best way to get onto Credo and use Credo. Explain to me how, let's start with how to use Credo from both sides. I'm a, I'm a user. I'm an agency. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you're client side, so you're a business that you work with agencies in order to grow your business, go to a website is getcredo.com, G-E-T-C-R-E-D-O.com. Um, if you're a, if you're on that side, click the get started button up in the top, right. I would recommend check out the how credo works page just to, you know, we, we just outline, um, you know, what it is that we do and how we do it. Um, so you're kind of clear on the, on the process, um, fill out the, the form, um, that's behind the, the get started button. Um, and then schedule a call, um, with my, with my qualification team. Um, they'll talk with you about your marketing, about what you're looking for. And, and ultimately if we can help you get you matched up, um, with, uh, with agencies and get you scheduled, um, with them. If you're on the agency side, as I mentioned, we have, uh, three different offerings, really only the bottom two are opening. We have an ex- we have a course, uh, an agency accelerator course is what I call it. Um, it's like four and a half, five hours of instruction, walking you through, um, starting with your website, walking you through lead generation, sales, proposals, pricing, et cetera. So that's there. And then if you're looking for leads, um, getcreatorcom slash network, um, is our, uh, is our lead bank, um, network. And honestly, that is where we also recruit from for our pipeline, um, as a service offering when we have available inventory in that, uh, in that area. Love it. Love it. And if someone wants to get in touch with you, have you on them, their podcast, what's the best place to go? Uh, tweet at me at Doherty JF, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y-J-F. Um, that's really the, the best spot um, to reach me. You can email me, John, J-O-H-N at getcredo.com. Please do not email me asking me how to get on to Credo. Um, you can go to getcredo.com slash pros and you can figure out how to get on to Credo there. If you want to have me on your podcast, happy to talk with you by email. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. 
My pleasure, Ian. Thanks for having me, man. All right. And thank you all for listening to John and myself. It's been the Garlic Marketing Show. And make sure to go check out Credo and think through your hiring process when you're hiring marketers. And don't do RFPs. Video. You know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads. Better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.